At the dawn of civilization, the greatest philosophers determined that the world was composed of the five rings, air, earth, fire, water, and the void. This is Podcast of the Five Rings. All right, welcome back. This is Podcast of the Five Rings. How are you guys today? I'm so great. I'm fantastic. <laughs> I ate a Tums. I ate two Tums. They tasted delicious. And Birdine, your presence alone here in the studio. I'm back in the dojo. Thanks, baby. Cheering all of my, my ailments. Yeah, I don't know if the Cheers fans can, ails yet. can hear Birdine's voice reverberating off the walls into everyone's mm-hmm. microphones, but he's here in the building. In the flesh. And I'm just doing some some stretches. Like we yeah. previously oh, yeah. stated, uh, is exactly how we like him. We love Birdine mm-hmm. in the flesh. In nothing in the flesh. but the flesh. Yeah. Flesh and bone. Flesh and bone! <laughs> My flesh is the best part of me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah, well, awesome. Right. Fantastic. Let's go. Let's go around the table and remind everybody who we have playing. First, we have Zach. Zach, who will you be playing today? It's your boy, Ikoma Kenshi, and uh, this is looking kind of sketchy. Um, <laughs> I am very worried right now. <laughs> Next, we have Heath. Heath, who are you playing? Hey everyone, this is Caillou Tomo. I am hoping to get a little bit of screen time today. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I felt kind of bad. But, voice time, you know. actually. Yeah, voice time. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. <laughs> and finally, we have Logan. Soshi no Burazu. After getting stabbed with a knife, I'm moaning and groaning. Heck, I might just spend the rest of my life being a Ronin. Ooh. Oh, dang. That was that was actually really good. Thank Thanks. You. I thought about that when I was at work today. That might have been, <laughs> he's been sitting on it all day. I've been sitting on it for hours. I actually forgot it work. right before when you guys were doing yours. I forgot it and I had to like, oh shit, what what was it? What was it? Oh no, I didn't write it down. Because you think, oh, God. you think after you say life, like that was the rhyme. Yeah. But no, then man. you rhyme. I'm with doing the, the AB I'm doing the A B A B. That was really nice. A B A B really uh scheme. Meter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's poetry, okay? It's oh, called meter. Oh, I'm sorry. You're you're doing iambic pentameter. I'm sorry. I, Ooh. I, I'm going to pretend I know what that means. Mm, gosh. Nice. This guy doesn't yeah. know Shakespeare. <laughs> Do you even Shakespeare, bro? What is iambic pentameter? Isn't it like fucking a... But soft. It's what the light number... through yonder window. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the number of syllables. If I remember correctly, yeah. iambic <laughs> is um, light. It goes light, hard, light, hard, and then uh, pentameter means it's like five syllables per like you know. Line. See, that's too much math for poetry. They just need to. Uh, Shakespeare. This is man. why slam poetry is the best. Yeah, dude. Spoken word, man. Just... You just snap <laughs> after whatever you say, and bam, it's mm-hmm. poetry. You gotta wear a beret too, though. Yeah, it only works mandatory. for a beret. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, and I, of course, am your GM, Nick. Before we get started, we did have some character changes that I want to go over. Hold on. My, sorry. I got to silence my cell phone. Ooh. I'm a fucking idiot. Everyone, please silence your cell phones for the uh, sake of our listeners. That was uncouth of me. Be a little more couth next time. I got to uh, yeah, uh, level up my couth. Logan, your, your couth is a little low. Can you turn that up? Is that directly correlated to honor? Because uh, <laughs> it's actually your water ring. Your cooth. Oh, is oh I am severely wounded in my cooth ring. Then so. <laughs> my cooth ring. My cooth <laughs> ring. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go. Um, we uh, have some minor character changes that I want to talk about. I want to address the uh, honor and glory changes that have happened 
with the three characters over the past season. I was kind of waiting to make sure that their honor and glory got to a point where it wasn't going to shift too much yeah, out of it. It's just irredeemable now. <laughs> We're all um, stuck. <laughs> before assigning advantages and disadvantages for honor and glory. Um, I guess we'll just go around the circle and have you guys kind of talk about how your character has changed and uh, what advantages or disadvantages they've picked up because of it. Speaking of that, let's start with Logan. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, since my honor plummeted below 29, is that was that the... Uh, yeah, once you get the... to 29 and lower, you start taking disadvantages. Yes. Yeah, so I grabbed, uh, unwillingly, uh, a new disadvantage, Whispers of Failure. Oh, yeah, and I, I want to point out, normally in the rulebook, how it works is you take, you know, for example, with Glory, you take a, fa- a fame advantage or disadvantage, but I kind of feel like it's a little limiting, and I think as long as the as long as the player can kind of explain how a disadvantage or advantage applies to their character and how they've changed, I figured they could choose anything, really. So that is why I chose Whispers of Failure, because uh, I have not been getting along well with the Scorpion, mainly Bayushi Kachiko, and I assume that I am uh, being talked about in a negative light amongst my peers uh, as being a failure. So that is a uh, fire disadvantage that I took that seems to apply to a lot of social situations and making people think that I'm competent. Yeah. So that'll be a struggle, but I think it makes sense. And then my glory is up to 73. So we got, I also got another advantage because yes. that's at what number? Was it at 70? Uh, 65, above? I believe. 65 and above. So I, after the uh, course of the whole season so far, you know, considering that I'm almost like, the record keeper, historian type with all my scrolls and journals, I picked up the precise memory advantage. It is an earth advantage to recall information. Uh, I think specifically it was any information during the session you recall like exactly with like no role. And then uh, anything that's, you know, historical or things that happened, you know, in the past, you, you know, obviously get the, the re-roll of two dice and trying to remember that stuff. Yeah, I dig it. Also, keep in mind, if your glory goes beneath 65, you are going to lose that advantage. Let's just hope you don't notice that. Because <laughs> I won't remember that. <laughs> we might do a, a, an, upke- an upkeep episode. I mean, <laughs> frankly, yeah. if he's keeping track of like our strife and everything, I think he can manage some glory. I feel like I've been above 70 for a while now. And well, it's below, like I said, uh, 30 for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, I wanted to get to a point where I felt like it might stay that way because like your glory and honor changes a lot that's yeah, true so i'm like i want to get to a point to be here in person so you could see the shame and uh sadness on all of our faces as you uh cement our fate with these disadvantages well when you put it that way <laughs> <laughs> all right next um tomo what advantages and disadvantages all right so i actually didn't pick any new ones because i have some distinctions that i've never really leaned into uh when i made my character Way back when, back in the season one days. Wow. A year and a, a year and some change. February February Fresh young boy. A never played the game before. Boy. Exactly. The first session. Never even heard I, of L5R. I have the blessed lineage distinction, and I already had the famously reliable distinction. So I think I'm going to be able to lean more heavily on the famously reliable now that my glory is pretty high. I've done a lot of... Pretty crazy deeds. I followed through with a lot of things. I think people are people are gonna know now that Tomo, you can rely on him. He's like a rock. Okay. Yep. 
You're the rock? I am the rock. <laughs> oh, my God. Can, yeah, can you smell that? <laughs> what the rock's cooking? There you go, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like I've got blessed lineage. Nick, maybe, uh, maybe you can do something with that. Maybe you can bless me. Bless me with a line. I may or may not <laughs> bless your lineage. Yeah. I would love my lineage. I mean, you blessed. are the rock. Yeah. The Johnsons are... Yeah. Uh, a strong family. <laughs> I like the rock would be a crab. Oh, he would oh, for yeah, sure. Totally, be a totally crab. Be a crab. If anyone can get us in contact with the rock uh, as a guest on the podcast, please, please uh, ask please him what his help. favorite clan is. Please help us. <laughs> we need the rock here. Yeah, um, but I'm definitely going to be using the famously reliable more now. Because yeah, I think I've earned it. Cool. And finally, we have Kenshi. Hey. I have 80 glories, so I got to pick two advantages. And I picked uh, Famously Successful just because you guys have heard me rock the stage plenty of times. It just makes sense. I get shit done. That's just what I do. And then I also picked the Utaru's Blessing. Fukurokujin? Wait. I thought you picked... Yeah, no, yeah. Fukurokujin's Blessing. That's the one I picked. And um, that's the one that helps you, like, find new information, like, for research and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I already have the skill of tributaries of trade, which I always know where to find the best gifts. So, I mean, I got the connects. Combo. He's going for a combo. Mm-hmm. You just became like, you just became like our like shopping network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. We're just going to watch you and be like, I am like, now. Oh, well, there's this beautiful. Jeff Benzo. <laughs> I am Amazon. <laughs> um, while we're on the topic, Kenshi and Tomo, what are you guys' honor at? I'm at 39. I'm Ooh. at 42. Okay. Okay. Respectable and getting kind of low. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. Okay. Thought I'd ask because I thought you guys were getting lower than that. But Where's our high, status playing to this? Was like 45. Where's your status playing to this? Yeah. How does our what, does our status affect anything? I feel like mine's pretty solid. What's all of our statuses? Mine's 35. Damn. I'm 40. I'm 50. Um. Nice. Oh, that's just because I'm a. <laughs> You're a captain. Of That's because I'm an Emerald Magistrate captain, huh? Um, it's actually been playing a lot into. Um, it's been playing a big role. Um, I've been um, setting the TN number for your social social checks based on your status. Gotcha. So like, it's harder for you to convince people of higher status than you if you're of such low status. Kind gotcha. of thing. Yeah. So it's been playing a pretty big deal. Cool. Makes sense. All right. I think we can get into it now. Previously on Podcast of the Five Rings, the door of the shack slid open, and Kenshi stood face to face with the man described at the sake house, a large hairy man with an eye patch over his left eye. Kenshi pretended to be a relative of one of the dead arsonists, Yuki, who was connected to the Otomo guesthouse attack. Meanwhile, Burrow hid behind the shack as backup. The large man quickly ushered Kenshi inside his meager hovel and offered him tea. While the two talked, Kenshi noticed the large man slip something into his tea before handing it to him. Feeling that he was in danger, Kenshi gave the word, and Burrow launched a boulder at the man, destroying his home and starting a brawl. The three drew their weapons and fought on the cold hillside outside of Otosanuchi, the sun setting and winter drawing near. Kenshi interrogated the man and tried to goad him into giving away his secrets. The man drew his knife and fought back, cutting Kenshi deep on his left arm. Burrow countered, 
swinging ferociously at the man, swords in both hands. The man seemed incensed at the sight of Burrow and turned his attention to him. As the three fought, Kenshi's words stung the man, and his enmity toward Burrow became too much to bear. The man unmasked and said something that injured Burrow more deeply than any knife could. You're a disappointment to our clan, the man said. With those few words, Burrow's world was turned upside down. The man he was fighting was an agent of his own clan. Within moments, the implications behind the man's identity spread like wildfire. It meant the scorpion agitated those dock workers into attacking the Otomo guesthouse. The scorpion used it to get Yoshi's armor into the embassy, and the scorpion used the investigation to further their grasp on the capital. It was all planned. His suspicions which had been mounting over the last few weeks finally erupted from him. He cursed the scorpion and denounced them for their wicked machinations. This only seemed to anger the man further. He lunged at Burrow with a terrible strike, thrusting his knife deep into Burrow's thigh and leaving a grave wound. The man now seemed hellbent on ending Burrow's life. The three desperately striked, parried, and dodged, each one knowing their life was at stake, until finally the man felt he was at his limit. Attempting an escape, he threw a Metsubushi. With a bright flash and a bang, he tried to disorient Burrow and Kenshi and hide in the cloud of smoke now rising from the ground. Seeing through his pathetic ruse, Burrow summoned a stone Tetsubo and struck the man down incapacitating him. Kenshi then slew the man, finishing him off. The two investigated the man's body and found a notebook filled with observations. He was taking detailed notes on the patrons of the sake house, the commoners working the docks, the interactions they have, the gossip he picks up from them, and ways he may be able to influence or manipulate them. They then searched his home and found a trap door hidden beneath his bed and a small vial of poison stashed away with his cooking materials. Searching his belongings, they also found a name, Shosuro Izuki. Kenshi and Bro stood on the hill in the cold night, looking at the twinkling lights of Odosanuchi, the sprawling giant on the bay. They were unsure of their next move, but of one thing they agreed, after tonight, nothing will be the same. And that's where we're going to start today's episode. Nick, yeah, come on, also... you, le- you left me out of the recap, too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a very dope recap. Yeah. That was a really good recap. That was very dope. You missed the cuckoo, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for a cuckoo. Yeah. All right. I couldn't remember exactly what the word was. Like, he did something. What was it? <laughs> so he, he gave <laughs> the I word. Drink, yeah, drink tea. I feel yeah. Like. Cuckoo. <laughs> All right. I'm, I want Tomo to be here. I think that we need Tomo. I think that we were talking about it. Sounds like we want to go to the trap mm-hmm. door, right? Because we're not yeah. coming back here. Can I try to commune with the air, Kami, and send whispers on the wind to my very close friend, Tomo? Um, whispers on the wind. What page is that on? I well, No, it's just commune with the spirits, but I'm going to do it with the air, Kami. Oh, so it's not a technique? No, it's not a technique. I just thought mm-hmm. it would be cool. Well, uh, what page is commune with spirits on? Uh, 2.12. Oh, I learned uh, Nature's Touch. I could talk to some animals. You could talk to Squee? Yeah, I guess so. I could. 
in his oh in his fox training yeah he learned nature touch. learned nature's you touch. could talk oh. to squee we could have squee knows tomo we mm. we've squee's been around him forever yeah i recognize that cricket anywhere mm-hmm. yeah exactly that cricket noise that leg twitch <laughs> here from miles away so one of those i just want i want to try to get tomo here without having to like leave this place so whether it's through some 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 magic whether it's through some cricket whatever works uh, I don't know if commune with the spirits will work here. All right, let's go, baby. Yeah, all right. Try nature's touch and try to communicate let's with Squee. see if we can convince Squee to take a message to Tomo. The question is... Will Tomo understand? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I, I'm going to make if, this a pretty hard check. I think if Tomo saw Squee by himself, that that would raise enough of an alarm. Mm, Why yeah, would he be that free? Too. That sounds fair. He's a very right. identifiable cricket. Right. So do I have to? <laughs> opportunity is going to help me more. So it's a TN one. So you yeah. have to at least do that. So the theology I, air check TN one. I got TN one. Okay. Got, yeah. And then you need at least one opportunity. Yeah, I'll say you have to have at least one opportunity. Um. So I'll just go with two successes. I didn't get any opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna say you need that one opportunity. I'm at. Can well, I? Can I aid him? Aid him? him? Yeah, yeah, you can aid him. What was, was a theology, theology. check? Yeah. All right, yeah, I got theology. I'm like talking to Squee. I'm like, Squee, hear him out. Yes, baby. <laughs> there it is. Hear him out, Squee. 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 Squee's like, what the He's fuck? Pretty cool. <laughs> How can this guy talk to me? <laughs> All right, Squee. Squee, 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 Squee. Go get Tomo. Now. So, okay, what exactly... T- do you tell Squee you're going to tell him to bring Tomo yeah, back bring to you guys Tomo, here? Yeah, go get Tomo and bring him back here. And we know where he's at. We know where mm-hmm. Tomo's at. And it's somewhere we've been before, right? So, yeah. Okay. Crickets, right. crickets okay. have a great sense of direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, naturally. Yeah, Everyone exactly. Knows that. Mm-hmm. Crickets. Crickets, man. Okay. Nature's cool. compass. Um, or could he speak through the crickets around the area and have him... St- no, that wouldn't work because then they would be like uh, just a random cricket would just. Go it's like a, yeah, it's like a game of yeah. Cricket obviously, no. Tomo knows what Squee looks like. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not gonna listen. I to have him like go communicate with all these ones, and he just squashes it at the end. <laughs> Man, how long would it take for a cricket to travel this distance? Probably a really long, probably hours. I think. Do crickets have? No, they don't have wings. He's not locust. Well, do they not? No, they they can only go like short distances. They don't. They don't like fly like birds. Well, how about for the sake of time, while we we can throw the body, we can throw the you, corpse down yeah. in the tunnel, and then I can try healing my. I can try resting and healing my fucking severely wounded while we wait for Tomo. What if you like boost him on the wind? Oh, that would be an elemental gift from the. It would be air commie. You know what? Sure. Yeah. I like it. It's still gonna. It's still gonna take a long time for this to happen, but it will take less time because you're getting a, a gift from the kami. All right. Gosh, this be... is one of the most absurd things. <laughs> Heath. No, it's not. They're using their skills to solve a We're problem. We're using our skills. Leave us alone. Uh, okay, so that's a theology air check. I really. I read a book about this back in the Edo period. It was just like <laughs> I got three theology, three air. You read Pinocchio? Come on, man. <laughs> Basically getting like a nimbus cloud for uh for Squee. He jumps and the wind just like carries him. Yes. <laughs> Gets a sick ass Super Saiyan haircut too. <laughs> Night of the Flying Cricket. Name of the episode right yeah. there. 
Okay, I don't even need to keep that. I got one success, one strife, and two opportunity, so I succeed. I'm going to use one opportunity to get rid of that strife. I'm going to use the other opportunity to... I mean, I really just need the elemental gift, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to use the second opportunity to reduce the TN of my next check to appeal to the air commie by one. Cool. Right on. Um, But I succeed, and I'm going to choose the elemental gift boon, and I pray to the commie that they send a gust of wind to carry my faithful servant, Squee, across the lands of Orisanuchi and guide them to our dear friend Tomo. Okay. As quickly as possible. Please, Kami. And a strong gust of wind blows through the hills. And I open up Squeeze Cage, and I tell Kenshi to tell him, Ride. Ride. <laughs> Ride like the wind. Ride like the wind. Ride. <laughs> and I set him free and for the first time. I'm like, I trust you, Squee. And Squee says, and he's off. Yeah. I think he winked at you. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> All right, Tomo. What do you do and where are you at? So am I still kind of like in the audience of that speech? Yeah. After yeah. I got rejected by uh, uh, Haruma Miroke. Miroke okay. kind of just like blew you off. Yeah. Uh, do I see Saruchi around anywhere? Is he, uh, is he, you know, hanging around? Oh. Sure, I'll say Saruchi's out You mean there. Bowman? Yeah. Wasp Bowman? Wasp Bowman Saruchi. <laughs> sure, I'll say Saruchi's Dr. out there. Dr. B. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to go uh, approach Saruchi. And he bows to you and he says, how are you tonight, Tomo? Doing very well, Saruchi. It's funny, when you bowed, I kind of felt a little tingle in my lower back. That was quite the bow you just did. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and um, he says, maybe we should um, back to some archery tonight. I'm I'm feeling a little tense. Maybe we could go out and shoot some arrows. Jesus, you know, uh, my night vision isn't the best, but it's the best place to train. I'd, I'd in the love middle to. Of the night. <laughs> I'd love to go uh, do some shots with you, Saruchi. Okay, and you guys go out to the pitch uh, outside of Otosanuchi, and you start um, shooting, pra- doing target practice together. All right, Saruchi, I warn you, I've uh, learned a thing or two since we last met. You're just gonna like jerk your arm whenever he's trying to like fucking shoot a shot. No, I uh, I improved my martial arts range to four. Oh, damn! Since Saruchi and I last competed, damn, to four. Jesus Christ! I'm getting up there. Okay, and um, go ahead and give me a ranged martial arts check using whatever ring you want, but this will only have like narrative effect on it. Right, he- right. Heath has been waiting to roll his dice for weeks. True. <laughs> I haven't rolled in a while. <laughs> All right, Saruchi, let me show you how we do it in the Crablands. Take a wide stance. You want to get low. Low like a crab. You want to center yourself. Pull back. Hold. Not too long. And then release. Them apple, apple bottom Yumi. That's what I was Getting thinking. Getting low, 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 low. I got three successes, uh, two strife, two opportunity. I'll just cancel out those strife. So yeah, three successes. Bam. And you get near bullseye at a target 50 yards away. Bullseye. In the, in the, in the, 
in the dark. And uh, Tsuruchi's quite impressed with your ability. He says, I've, he's commenting on how uh, he felt your movements as you, were, as you were shooting. He felt as you took a wide stance. He felt as you took your, um, you loosed your arrow. And um, he says, let's, let's practice like this a little bit. I wonder, because we're, we're clearly having some kind of bond through our bows together. The bows maybe are related to each other somehow. Maybe they were cut from the same tree and have mystical properties and are communing them to us. Let's, let's, let's practice for a little bit. And right. so um, he's going to shoot his arrow next, and you can go ahead and aid him. Okay. Yeah, Saruchi, you know, I always thought it was interesting. I felt like uh, we had a little spark between us or something. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if you felt the same way, but... You've been going for a Mirake this whole time, but uh, maybe it's lost. I think you mean uh, Fujiko? Fujiko. You've been going for Fujiko this whole time, but... Uh, maybe it was Saruchi. Maybe Saruchi's is the one for you. Maybe he had something in deep inside of him that... Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll aid him. God damn. He's a shooty boy. So he's going to keep five. He got three successes and three opportunity. Ooh. What he does is he hits exactly where your arrow landed, Ooh. but he shoots through your arrow and through the target, completely penetrating all the way through it. Ah, jeez. Damn. Saruchi, you made... That was full penetration. <laughs> I'm impressed. God, please tell me he winks. You went. <laughs> you went all the way through. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How is this the scene with the most sexual tension of the whole series? <laughs> you guys are in two under, men with bows. Uh, two men with bows under a starry sky, just penetrating each other's arrows. <laughs> Jeez, tension's palpable. And he says, "This is this is a great power, the harness." I agree. He says, "What would it take for me to get more of these bows from you?" Imagine if I if I could get a dozen more and I arm my best samurai with them, we'd be a, a force to be reckoned with on the battlefield. Each of us helping each other aim and and acting in cohesion as one single unit firing together would be unstoppable. Yeah, that's pretty epic. Saruchi, unfortunately, I have cut all ties with the wood from which these bows were crafted. But why? They are cursed. I saw it with my own eyes. The wood that these bows are made from was harvested from the Shinoman forest. I know you've heard stories of the forest. My family, the Yasuki family, was tearing down these, these trees, these ancient trees with so much spiritual energy, and it upset the kami of the forest. They, they raised cities near the Shinoman forest and killed a lot of people. We can't harvest any more wood from the Shinoman forest. And, Saruchi, the best I can do for you is I could gift you my bow, but I would not allow any more bows to be crafted from that wood. Hmm. And he kind of, he scratches his, his, his chin, and he thinks it over for a little while. 
And he says, very well. Let's just you and I train for a while longer then. Agreed. Um, and you're out there, you're training with him for a couple of hours, and you guys get it down lockstep. You guys get it exactly just a perfect rhythm. You you get to a point where you can really help him fire his bow. And in, in fact, you get so connected with each other that it's almost like you guys are in each other's minds almost. You can sort of sense each other's, what they're going to do next, and almost like anticipating how they're feeling about what's going on. Um, I'm going to give you the karmic tie advantage. Sweet. You and Tsuruchi are now, you guys now have a karmic tie with each other. You didn't already have that, or was it just hit? Was it just it was just Saruchi that had it? Yeah, gotcha. it was just Saruchi who had it. I wanted to, I wanted you guys to have a scene together where you actually like train and practice together before he got it on his end. So how does that mechanically work? Uh, karmic tie. Anytime he comes, you come. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say that whole scene is pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. It got me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> you know it's you know it's hot when Birdine's when uncomfortable. When the GM is uncomfortable, you know you've done something great. We definitely have to edit out all the moans you guys are making. <laughs> Karmic tie. You have a supernatural tie with another character of your choosing, and as if you had a sixth sense, you can tell when the character to whom you are karmically tied in is in danger or has died. You always know the general direction they are located in, even if they are separated from you by thousands of... Lee, which I guess would be like Miles. Man, too bad you're not karmically tied with Squee. <laughs> <laughs> or like one of us. <laughs> it's like The Shining. You've got The Shining. Okay. Uh, when performing a check to act on behalf of the one with whom you are a shared bond, such as a composition void check to express your truest feelings in a poem, or a martial Ooh. arts melee check to fight on their behalf, you may re-roll up to two dice. Wow. So... And this is a void um, okay. advantage. So hypothetically... If I'm in void stance and like I'm in a conflict scene, I could call on Saruchi. Damn, that's badass. That's pretty cool. That's hot. Yeah. Saruchi, I, I think we could both benefit from this greatly. Absolutely. Uh, my offer still stands with my bow. I may hold on to it for a little longer, but if you have a trusted samurai that you feel could benefit from this, by all means. Now, Kith. <laughs> sorry my my yumi not my bow you know what i mean yeah not your not your staff yeah you can have your staff too though Ooh. Hey nice. <laughs> well shall we call it a night yeah call it a night and he bows to you and he says we'll be in contact you want my number <laughs> i don't need it Ooh. <laughs> He says that in your mind. <laughs> I've never seen Nick flirt before, but it's so cute. <laughs> I flirted with Logan all the time. Yeah, we're always flirting. Flirt. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, um, yeah so now you, you got your karmic tie with Tsuruchi. That's pretty cool. That is pretty, cool. Pretty, pretty tight. Uh, you arrive back at the embassy... And um, in the common room, you see Squee, just like sitting out there by himself. S Squee, <laughs> is that you? Is is Burrow here? I, I look around for Burrow, and Squee just he uh, he jumps up onto your shoulder and you know chirps madly. Chirps. He he chirps away at you. Chirps, chirps, chirps. What the. F what the fuck? All right, I'm gonna need 
sentiment check. And this is going to be a hidden TN. I'm not oh going to tell you the number. Oh my god. But he gets a void point. Yes. You do get a void point. You, you have a void point that you can use. This is critical. Yes, well, because he's getting a void point right now. I'll let him use the one I'm giving him right now. I, I had one to okay. nice. store it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll definitely use a void point. This is going to be a sentiment. Uh, what ring? I'm thinking, well, what ring would you use for this? I mean, I would guess void just because... I don't know what other ring you'd use to talk to a cricket, but... Okay, I'll say void works for me. I was thinking either void or air. Yeah. Sense or theorize. I mean, really sense or theorize or analyze or cert. I mean, really a bunch of them apply. If you like... want to use your void, if you want to use your void ring, I'd say that works. Okay, I'll use my void ring with a void point. I only have two void and I have no sentiment, so. Oh, God. This is going to be tough. And he just soul bonded with another man, so I mean, he's probably all over the place right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. My mind's racing. Sweet, what are you doing here? Are you lost, bud? And yeah, it's not looking great. I got one success, two strife, two opportunity. I'll, I'll use those two opportunity to uh, try and connect with Squee on a deeper level. Because I'm confused. I'm really trying to make sense of what he's saying. All right, you now have the karmic tie advantage with Squee. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Tomo knew where we were going, right? Like we, t right? Didn't we tell him where we were going? Yeah, he knew where we were going. Yeah, me and him investigated. I did know where they were going, and I've been there. No, you haven't been there. I didn't. Oh, well, at least I knew where it was. To the shack, you knew where it was because you're the one that discovered it with Kenshi. You don't interpret anything from Squee, mm -hmm. but he is chirping away like you've never heard before. Dang, Squee, what are you doing here? Is jeez, man, I wish I could talk to you. I, man, I wish I, I wish I had a little deeper understanding. But yeah, I don't know, bud. You want to come spend the night with me? You seem, uh, you seem lost. I'll keep you safe in my room. Can I like pick him up and just kind of take him with me to? Sure. Take him with me to my room. Keep him safe. You know, I know Burrow's gonna want to see you when he gets back. Jeez, when when are they getting back? It's getting late. Hmm. Yeah, I hope I hope they're all right, but I'm sure they are. All right. Are you gonna go to bed then? I mean, narratively, I feel like Tomo would probably suspect something if it's late and they haven't gotten back. Okay. I don't want to just you know usurp your my failed role with Tomo's sense. No. Because obviously I have a lot of, like, behind-the-curtain knowledge because I've been sitting at the table. Well, think about it this way. All you did was failed to understand what the chirpings of a cricket meant. All right? It doesn't mean that Tomo wouldn't be able to figure out that something might be wrong with Burrow and Kenshi. Yeah, because it is pretty late, right? And mm -hmm. they're still not it's pretty bad. late. Well, then is Squee just going to, like, bounce away and, like, come back? No, he's going to stay with Tomo. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's going to stay with Tomo. But he's still, like, squeaking vigorously, probably. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what happens. Like he keeps you up. You try to go to sleep. I'm gonna say what happens is um, uh, you don't interpret any information specifically from Squee, but after a while, I'm gonna say a couple of hours, and you haven't seen the two return okay. yet. You're like, okay, something's up. Squee's here. There's something wrong here. All right. Yeah. I. Uh... I'm gonna say it's about midnight now. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna kind of try and slink my way on out of the embassy maybe just grab my yumi keep it light i won't even i won't even take my full plate armor are you just gonna 
like leave out the door or does do you know that there's tunnels like in your room did we it all knows by now. yeah yeah because yeah, then yeah we did we shared that with everybody because right? everyone had a everyone had a trap door in their room yeah I'm, I'm gonna just slink out the door to to where i think the shack is i'm just you know going for a walk kind of watching my watching my tail um you know what before i leave i want to go uh knock on akari's shoji door okay she's in yeah akari burrow and kenshi they've been gone for quite a while i was wondering if maybe you want to take a walk with me and theorize on where they might be and she yeah she abides she wants to go with you all right so yeah i uh, grab akari and kind of head into the direction of where i think that shack is let me make some dice rolls Subisa's gonna notice. <laughs> All right. Um, it takes you a while. I'm gonna say probably wow. Uh, at least an hour for you guys to get out of the city and then out to where these guys are out in like the hill, the hills outside of Otosanuchi. So it's late into the it's night. It's late. Now. I'm gonna say it's probably about one in the morning, one thirty, okay. something like that. Okay. You have Squee with you, by the way. Oh, yeah. Squee's been keeping his company. Um, like a madman. As as I'm walking, getting pretty close to where we are, uh, I look around, and do I see anyone in, like, right around me? You don't see anybody. Okay. If you wanted to do a more thorough check, you could. Yeah, let me do... Um, I, I don't know what kind of check that would be to look around. Uh, a tactic? I think you could, there's probably, I think there's a number of skills that you could use. Just, you know, choose one and tell me how it relates to how you're using it. Yeah, let's say like a skullduggery. Okay, I think skullduggery yeah. works. Um, and maybe almost like a void to kind of sense if anyone's around. Yeah, that works. All right. Shoot, I just got two opportunity. You uh, want to use that opportunity for anything? Could Akari also? Could maybe Akari around? aid me? Or help him. Yeah, aid him. You looking around too? Akari will aid you. Okay. Does you she can't have look around? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, shit. Hey, it was, it she was, can use her, her voice. Sense is her fine tuned. She um, has fine tuned she, hearing. She does have skullduggery points, so oh, she okay. can, you get a skill dice. Cool. <laughs> oh, cool. I got a success from her. Okay. So I got one success, two opportunity, and um, you know, I'm I, I don't really have anything great to do with that void opportunity. Maybe just kind of get a deeper sense with Akari, how she's feeling. Kind of try and put her at ease a little bit. Because I'm sure she's a little worried. There's she is this, worried. There's this one for void for trade uh, categories. Reduce any effect you have on your environment and physical traces of your efforts. So if you guys left like footprints mm. or anything like that. Hmm. You know, I'd, I'd like to, yeah, just kind of focus on Akari. Because I'm sure she's worried. And, you know, sometimes I don't like to use the sheet. <laughs> like, um, also, technically, I didn't tell you the TN for that check, so get another void point. Oh, sweet! Dang, stacking, um, stacking them up. But you, you did not pass. Um, okay, and uh, you don't see anything. Okay, but uh, regardless, I, yeah, I'm trying to like kind of calm Akari down because what I'm about to tell her is not you know easy to hear, and I'm going to tell her about like everything that happened when Kenshi and I were investigating down at the docks. Yeah. 
and she, you know i don't think she's been informed yet exactly i'm kind of letting her in on what we're about to encounter and why i'm worried so yeah. i sort of want to maybe like reduce her like if she would gain strife from that kind of like prevent her from stressing out too much okay and what's your strife at i am at three okay i've been doing all these checks in void well since they're narrative you still get strife oh really yeah Oh, dang. Well, I would have taken two from that then. So you got five? Yeah, we'll call it five. Yeah, sorry did, about that. Did, uh, at the end of last episode, would that have been, like, the end of scenes, so we would have gone down to, like, half yeah. of our stuff? Is it half fatigue and half strife? Yeah. Okay. So what are you I'm at, fatigue then? Too. I'd be at five and five. Okay. So you tell her everything about what you guys have learned. Mm-hmm. I don't know, obviously, I don't know that he's, like, a scorpion, but I kind of tell her that Subiso was involved. I kind of suspect Subiso was involved because he was trying to hide this stuff. And mm-hmm. So as you guys are walking, you're, you're now outside of Oda Sanuchi and you're kind of, you know, in some dirt path away, leading away from the city. And Akari says, we have to leave. We can't stay here any longer. This, between what you just told me now and what's happening with Kachiko, all of that was clearly just pretense so that the scorpion could tighten security in the city she's like i'm very uncomfortable and i think it's time for us to leave at least at least we have to get the armor out somehow that's the top priority she says i don't know what they're planning or what's going on but the armor is something it's a it's a key akari i hear you we um Something is wrong, and something needs to be done. Let's let's go find Kenshi and Burrow. I, I pray that they're healthy and okay, and let's let's go discuss with them. Okay. Um, also, while I'm thinking about it, before I forget, gain three honor for refusing to sell the wood to Saruchi. Tight. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's yeah. probably the tenet of like sincerity. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the wood's bad for people. the The logging industry is hurting tons of innocent people, and you don't want to be a part of it. So you're re- refusing to profit off of it. So gain honor for that. Nice. And, and I, you are famously reliable. If that makes sense. You're still reliable. You offered your own. I, I yeah. Tight, you know, yeah. I stuck to my guns. That's very cool. And I like him. I wanted to help him out. But okay, cool. Thanks. Okay. Soon, you guys are all together because Tomo you you knew where the shack was yeah I mean I knew where the sake house was and then I knew the direction where the shack was yeah I'd say you figured it out yeah I pretty much just hopped along for the ride but uh, like I didn't do any of that other discovery shit yeah yeah I'd say I'd say all four of you guys are together now but that time before that we kind of just got rid of the body or do we have to make any checks for that uh, you tell me, what do you guys want to do? We it's want to been, get rid of the body, I right? say we just throw it down the trap door, and then we kind of crawl down there and just take a peek and, like, kind of see if it's just, like, a cellar. Yeah, I'll allow you to... it's, like, a tunnel. I'll allow you to have done something before Tomo and Akari arrive, mm-hmm. because I'd say it's probably been, like, four or five hours since you sent Squee away. It's also really cold outside now. Mm-hmm. Oh, could I also try to just roll to get rid of severely wounded? You can try. If we're sitting there for five I'll, hours. I'll say it's a downtime waiting. activity, and I'll say that you can um, either. Yeah, you have actually two options. Um, you can uh, either like try to heal yourself with medicine, or you can just try to rest. Uh, one's a medicine check, that is a fitness check. What rings do they use? Because Let me my water ring is plus three TN. <laughs> 
Or could I ask for Kenshi's help and trying to help me like bandage this severe wound, stuff it with gauze, mm -hmm. suck the blood out? Any character can provide treatment by making a TN4 medicine water check as a downtime activity. If they succeed, the injured character removes lightly wounded or reduces severely wounded to lightly wounded. Oh. Um, this check can be attempted once per wounded ring per week. Okay. See, that's the thing right there that kind of gets me. I'm like, should I wait a week before I let you make this check to like represent that that's how long you've been wounded for? Or can I make I let you make to you. make the check now and, and then, then you like just have to wait a week to do it again? Wait unless you find some other way to try to do it. Yeah, or like you wait a week before the effects actually come off. Like you, like you're treated. Uh, it you're sounds like heal. it's a way to get rid of it early. So like, why wouldn't you, you exhaust your methods of repairing yourself as soon as possible? You know what I mean? Because there's be multiple water, ways to heal. Has so. to be a water check, no matter what. It, so it's going to be a TN4 medicine water check or a character can attempt to heal through bed rest. Once per week per wounded ring, a character may make a TN3 fitness check using that ring. So it would be a water check either way for you. Oh, geez. Well, Kenshi, while we're waiting for Squee and Tomo to get back, I mean, would you be willing to use your medical prowess to try to try to heal me up a little bit. I mean, if I, if we can, if we can reduce the bleeding and maybe seal the wound, then maybe I can do, uh, another path to inner peace and get rid of the rest of it. Which is, yeah. With a level one spell. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something. Because I technically yeah, have only, I used his spell uh, scroll know, to do it the first time. Yeah, I know. I know. So I could still technically do the spell myself. I'll play it as rules as written for now. But next season, I'm gonna, <laughs> next season, I'm gonna think about this. I'm well, like, I'm like, this. You got stabbed in the thigh, bro. Like that should take at least a few days <laughs> to uh, heal. Well, for in uh, Fukurokujin's blessing, when performing checks, which the blessing of fortune is beneficial, such as a medicine fire check to experiment with a cure for a strange new malady. I don't know what that is. Malady. malady. It's malady. like a sickness. A oh, okay, so that wouldn't be the same thing. Yeah, like when you have okay. the fedora. You know what yeah. I'll let you do? <laughs> I'll let you, I'll actually let you use your, your fire ring on this, but I'm going to increase the TN by one. You can use your advantage, but the TN will also be higher. So, so it's going to be a TN five? Yep. Dude, TN do five. it. Fuck at, it. Do as, it. As you're trying to forge a new remedy right. for curing but your uh, medicine, thigh wounds. Knife wounds. Your medicine and your fire is pretty high, right? And you I get have, to reroll two? I have one medicine and then three fire. And you and get then, to reroll two. And then maybe you could assist me with medicine? I do fire. have medicine. He tells you to hold still. <laughs> you're gonna I'm like, let here. You... I'll hold one of. I'll hold one end of the tourniquet. You just uh, you just yank. So you're gonna let him experiment with new medicine and new new uh, techniques yeah. on you. He like rubs some night milk <laughs> into the fucking bandage. <laughs> I got an idea. Might sound crazy. Let's spit on it. <laughs> right if you lick it a bunch like a dog. Eh? How about this? How about this? Uh, Burrow will take one fatigue for every sh point of shortfall you have. Point oh, of shortfall. Okay. So it's like so if I it, have to get five. If it's a TN five and you get like three successes, he takes two two damage. That's fair. Are you up to it? What's what's the alternative? I can just live. He with could it? just he could just use a, the water ring, and if he fails, nothing bad happens. And it's a TN4. And it's a TN4. Which is only these many days. But I, I can still... I don't have any... Oh, you could aid me, yeah. Can I still aid him? I don't have any void either. Dude, so. go for the fire. With the two rerolls, it's a good shot. 
Do whatever you want. I'm I'm desperate. I'm desperate for heal. I'm bleeding out over here. Okay. Ah! So do you want to help me with a uh, medicine? Ah. Well, yeah. I'll okay. help you no matter what. I will hold a tourniquet. I will spit in my own wound. Whatever I have to do. All right. I'll lick it. I'll slap it. Whatever. Big money. Yeah. So are you using fire or water? I'm using fire. Okay. So he's like. I know, t- I know how this is usually done, but I'm going to try something new this time because it's Kenshi, and that's how and Kenshi works. we're just sitting in the dark in this yeah. in this hovel, this, this destroyed hovel. Shack. This, this is going to hurt a little bit. I have this uh, old guitar string we could probably use to stitch <laughs> you gonna up. We're going to stitch it up. All right, TN five, baby. This guitar string. And oh wait, I have to get a five to use to fire successes. It's bonus successes, yeah. Isn't that only mm, conflict, only though? combat, anyway. Oh, and that's uh, only in combat, yeah, yeah. anyway. But you, get to re- but you get to re-roll, too. All right. Using your, your newfound you Fukuroko and, and you get to keep one extra from my help. You, d- you do. Maybe. You're doing well so far. Uh, got it. No, you, but you are you yeah, fucking serious? Wait, yeah. but how many do you keep? keep? Three. Oh, I can no, you can keep four. Your fire is three, right? Yeah. Well, So you can keep four. Well, then... You didn't yeah. get any explodies? No, no explodies. Ah. He did really well, though. Fuck. He almost invented a new way to cure knife wounds. God damn it. <sighs> Came as close as anyone's ever come. Ah, man. Is there an opportunity thing that will... I don't have any opportunity. Ah. It's... That's a lot of strife. You're but... not used to this much screaming. Ah! <laughs> 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 This sounds like a new type of music. <laughs> and thus, Screamo was born. Does his uh, delusions of grandeur uh, come into effect? Uh, he thinks he's a great doctor. Mm. <laughs> it's not with his void ring, but it's just, okay, it's just okay. it's just in line with his character. It's just good role playing is all it is. Oh man, so close. Well, I mean, all keep right. more successes so I at least don't take that much fatigue. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep. Oh man. But then he takes all that oh. strife. If it was a TN4. Yeah, but it's not. And then <laughs> I succeeded on the TN4, and then no. we use the and two. Uh, so basically, no. Akari and I yeah. walk up as Kenji's performing some fucking like, dark ritual. Some evil shit. I was trying, trying to, to use the skin up. of the other scorpion guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Kill so his bloody scene. I just take the one fatigue, right? You take one yeah, fatigue. Yeah, I take one fatigue. Right. So I'm at six. And I take two strife. I just have like a whole guitar string fucking strung through my leg and just dangling. <laughs> like I keep stepping on it. Um, <laughs> you are still severely wounded and you can't try to heal it again until next week. Jesus Christ. Damn. All right. Not that bad. That's rough. A week's <laughs> a long time. You haven't even been in Otis on Uchi a week. You, you, well, you've been, in o- you've been in Otis on Uchi for about one week. Jeez. <laughs> so there's that. We should have not tried that. But I mean, yeah. That took uh, the it. four or five hours <laughs> yeah. um, that it took for Squee to leave and for these guys mm, to arrive. Man. You guys are all together now. Kenshi and Burrow. Jeez, mm. am I happy to see you guys. Oh, I'm happy uh, to see you too, man. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I'm doing pretty oh. I killed a guy. <laughs> Burrow, I that. almost got killed, Tomo. Oh, yeah, Akari. Can, uh, oh, I'm so look. glad that you cannot see this. Oh, this is so <laughs> gross. This is so bad. God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot happened, but uh, we yeah, uh, w- stopped the guy. I put my gesture, my hands toward the dead hairy man. Tomo, that man was a scorpion. 
he is entirely responsible for the for instigating the arson of the Otomo guest house and getting all of those uh, porters to attack. This is all a scheme orchestrated by my own clan, by the Scorpion, by my Yushi Kachiko. Well, Burrow, that's very alarming because Kachiko just gave a speech saying that she was going to deploy Scorpion forces to protect the Emperor and protect Otosan Uchi. <gasps> this cannot be true. Do you see what's happening here? What she's doing? What the Scorpion are doing? Well, at least Squee brought you to us. And I say, good job, Squee, because he still understands me. Oh, yeah. And still he's like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, I saw Squee, it confused me. And then it had been a while, and you, you still hadn't returned. And I got worried. I brought Akari along because I, I just wanted some company. I was, I was scared at what I might find. Were you followed? I, I I looked around. I didn't see anything. I hope not, but you never know here. Well, I think that we should quickly... We discovered a hidden cellar, a hidden door in this here shack. And I think that maybe we should investigate it now that you're here. And maybe dispose of the body down into the shack. Because it's just still chilling in the middle of the room, right? We just dragged it into the shack. Sure, yeah. Be careful. This thing might collapse at any moment. I threw a boulder through the walls. <laughs> I, yeah, I can, uh, I can see that. <laughs> um, can I do a skullduggery check to see if he was followed? Yes. Sweet. I will use... I'll use... Uh, I guess fi wood firework. I would say it's more earth, I'm guessing. You can use any mm. ring as long as you can explain how it applies. The stars ignite the sky. <laughs> <laughs> epic. <laughs> that was, was kind of epic. If not, I'd say this would probably either be like water or void. You either sense your surroundings or you do, you survey your surroundings to see if you were followed. I'd like to use, can I use fire? Because I'm like straight up suspicious, like scorpion are coming on our tail, like no matter what. Like okay. I really think they're like scorpion or like we've been sitting here too long. I've already told Burrow, like, dude, we gotta, we shouldn't be staying here. We, sh we should have never, we shouldn't fucking come back. I'm already here. I'm like, dude, no, this is bad. Like, I'm paranoia. Paranoia. There you go. Yeah, I'm like paranoid pretty much. I'll allow you to use your fire ring. Yes. I have one school degree. Um, Anyone? actually, you know what? I'm gonna keep this a hidden TN. Okay. Anyone want to help? I, well, you guys said you got fire and you're doing school degree? Mm hmm. Uh, uh I'll I'm, help. Um, I came from that way. Okay. Nice. <laughs> point that in the direction from where I was coming, so I can I, mean, I can assist I assume you. That's where they're coming from. Can I also help? Okay. So school degree or fire? Uh, school degree, and then I'll give you a fire, and Akari will help too. And she's gonna give us um, a, a skill. You just dice. instilled paranoia in all of she's us. We're just like, dice? oh my she god! She gives you a skill dice. The right, scorpion cool. are definitely gonna be fucking following you guys. <laughs> you can keep like three extra dice. Three extra, and then I have three fire. And then I'm famously successful, and that's fire. No, that doesn't ah, apply here. That okay. doesn't apply here. <laughs> four successes and two opportunity and two strive. You said that's four successes? Mm-hmm. You did not succeed. Ow. Oh. You do gain a void point, though. So how much strife do you have, then? I have, I believe, five. Yeah, five now. 
And for opportunity, I'm going to see if you would decide if this one's work. Fire, you could notice something missing or out of place in the vicinity that is not directly related to the task. So I'm scanning all around everywhere, and I want to see if maybe I notice something inside that is mm -hmm. different. Or that that we didn't see before that we overlooked when we were searching the house earlier. If not, I could try to. I don't really have anything else. Uh, either. sure. You know what? Um, you find in uh Shashiro Izuki's room that you didn't notice before. You found a uh, uh a ninja toe. Just like a ninja sword. Even if we don't know that someone is, f if someone is following mm -hmm. you guys, we can it's assume that the scorpion are going to find out eventually about what happened here we need to take action now very true i think that we should open this trap door see if it's see if it's a tunnel see if it's a cellar and if it's a tunnel that we can travel down we should burn this place to, we should burn this shack to the ground and just push onward and see so, where yeah, it takes this us should, this should be our exit this is where we should go because if we go back the other way I we, guarantee there's someone following us. Yeah, we know that there's some kind of a tunnel network, at least under the Scorpion Embassy. I don't think it's too much of a stretch to think that this tunnel network could go farther than that. This is the greatest city in the entire empire. But who could say it's not guarded and has people already knowing it very that well? Too? It very well could have. But now we're all together. We know the nefarious deeds that the Scorpion are up to, and we have the conviction to put a stop to it. Now that Squeeze that here, gets, we can conquer Now that anything. Squeeze here, we can, we can murder everything. <laughs> we can ride. <laughs> Anyone that gets in our way down here is chopped liver. Listen. As far as I'm bro, concerned. Kenji. Were you provoked? Did this man attack you? He tried to poison me. What do you have to fear? You were just investigating something, and you were attacked. You are both of higher status than this man. You had reason but to be here. Kenji, against... you were here when we were investigating. You this goes against this Subasa. This goes against the Scorpion. Doesn't matter. That Subasa, this it. man knew who I was. Subasa cannot take us prisoner. He doesn't have that power. No, but Bayushi Kachiko could. No, she cannot. I, she cannot take me prisoner. Bro, she, maybe she could take you prisoner. Kenji, she can't take you prisoner. You're a proud lion. We are safe. If we go down that tunnel, that's how we're going to get implicated further in something. We need to leave this be. We need to go back. You did nothing wrong. This was self-defense. You're an emerald captain, Burrow. You have the right to be here and investigate these leads. You've been investigating Satsume's death. Maybe this could have been just part of that lead. You're, you're not guilty of murder. You're not guilty of anything. I mean, They're the ones that are going to have to murder. <laughs> well, this man, him, this man attacked you. you. He did. And you're of higher status than him. But this man's been keeping tabs on me. He knew who I was. He's obviously reporting back to Bayushi Kari. Right, then... But we do have evidence of him looking at the bar, too. And then those people that were killed. Then let Kachiko play her hand and let her explain why she took an Emerald Captain prisoner. God damn, thank God you came. That makes. Can we at least peek down there, though? You can take a peek. All right. Take a peek, but I don't I think, think we should travel I think you're right. Tunnels. I think you're right. It doesn't matter where they right. lead. Where... It doesn't matter. I think you're right. We need to keep our enemies closer on this one. All right? I think we should go back to the Scorpion Embassy for the night. We're, we're safe there for now. 
thing. Kachiko, Kachiko would be a full tone prisoner. So. I do not think that we are safe there. So do we report this at least though? I think, like, I, I, think I will go to the crab embassy tomorrow and talk with them, but for the night I don't think we need I don't think we need to cause any more trouble. Some, we have to report this or not report this. If we don't report this, we either have to report it. We have to report it, or we need to hide all of the fucking evidence. I I, I think you'd be better off we, reporting it. Yeah, I think. Frankly, yeah, you're an Emerald Captain, Burrow. Kenshi, you have a strong standing with the Lion Clan, and I'm a member of the Crab Clan, and I've done nothing wrong here. Kachiko has no reason to imprison me or Akari. I don't think we're and in Kachiko's any... only options would be to admit that he, based on her reaction, will be able to like know if she was involved. And because you'll either have to, like, I think you're exactly. right. She'll either have to play her whole hand and like punish me for killing one of her men, who was obviously doing nefarious shit to get the armor. In the eyes of everyone who is not a scorpion, this man is just—he's nobody. He's a peasant. He's a dock worker. He means nothing. And if he attacked an Emerald Captain, then he deserved to die. But no matter the outcome, Kachiko is going to know that she will know. She will know. She will know that she will know that we know. And you will and force things her to are play going her hand. To change. Things will change. We need to be ready for anything if we are going to be staying in the Scorpion Embassy after this moment. I think we should stay in the Scorpion Embassy tonight. I don't think we should go in these tunnels. I think that if we're going to go back to the Scorpion Embassy, we need to figure out an exit strategy, and we need to figure out a way to get the armor out of there. I think you're right. Because this is only going to get worse. The situation is going to get very complicated. Uh, and we are, at the, we are at the epicenter. But I think you're right, Tomo. I think we just got to keep it low-key here. I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe try and see if we can get the armor moved to the crab embassy, but I, I don't know. It's our the armor is our it's our armor. It's our charge. It's, it's our, our responsibility. The the scorpion have no claim over it. They cannot say anything. And if Kachi, that's one way that Kachiko will play her hand. If she tries to keep us from taking it, then that's just more proof that she has some grander scheme that she is trying to play out. Yeah, we've had plenty of suitors for the armor. I mean, we could lean into that. Harumakage wanted the armor. You gotta could... remove that signature on the armor, though. No, why? That I that still think that the, I still scorpions. think that they're gonna. It's not that it's the scorpions. That's if something pops off with it. The idea is that we could know, blame it on this on Lord Shoju. Lord Shoju doesn't own it just because yeah. he put some spell on it. Well, if, if you put your name on it, I mean, you kind of own it, you know, like your underwear. But no one knows that his name's on it. <laughs> yeah, true. but then once I they forged look it. at it, yeah. I mean, no one's found it yet. That was kind of like a fail safe. If they try to keep the armor, we're going to know that they have a plan for it. Bro, I think that's we should go back to the embassy, and I think we should all discuss this with Kachiko tomorrow. All three of us. A car I don't really want to like discuss to. it with Kachiko. I think that we should go to. Uh, I think that we should go to the Imperial family and report this. Would they be like the? It takes time to. Would they be like the enforcement? Like what would be like or, uh, the the police Makujin. in, in Odosanuchi? If I were you, I'd go right to Idemakujin. 
I mean, you've oh got, yeah, because he's he's the Emerald Champion. He's right? the Emerald Champion. He's basically oh, like the, yeah. head of the FBI. The guy we already oh pissed off. yeah, yeah, and I'm an Emerald Captain. That's perfect. But he's not in great standing with you guys. Tomo already pissed him off. I mean, Tomo's not in good standing with yeah. him. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit I think, that one out. I think I, based on the interaction that you've had with him and how you know your your relationship with him works, you'd still be able to talk to him. Yeah. Bro. All right. He might have. He might not have like the best opinion of you and your party, but he'll still like be civil and work with you. Yeah. Okay, so bro. Maybe you could go talk to Makujin, and I can. If you don't want to go back to the Scorpion Embassy tonight, maybe I can go uh, knock on the Crab Embassy's doors late at night, and Akari and I can stay there, and I can discuss bringing the armor. The armor. I'm worried armor for there. my safety at. Or I'm worried for our safety at the Scorpion Embassy, but I'm more worried about the armor being lost. They wouldn't so kill us I in will... their own embassy. I don't think they would. Not here. Not here. And they killed uh, Yasushi in his own home. Yeah, but they planned that. Like that was easily planned. But and it was off-site. Not in an embassy. It's not an embassy. I think going and talking to Makujin is a good idea. We can go report our go report this man's death. Claim that it's self-defense. I'm obviously wounded. The man can't stand up for himself. Makujin's not going to care if you were acting in self-defense. He's going to care about the bigger picture here. Yeah. So do we want to tell him the whole, what we think is going on? Yeah. We probably should, right? I mean, I we, we need more people him. on our he's, side. He's been worrying about a deep conspiracy in the Empire. I mean, I wrote him off, but maybe he was right. Then maybe you should go. Maybe we should all go. Even though he doesn't like you, I mean, I because I didn't even talk to him the first time, right? I wasn't. I don't even think I was there, was I? You were there. I was just sitting mm-hmm. in the wings. Everybody was there. All right, well, I'll, you okay. didn't, I don't know if I'm sure if you said much for the conversation, but yeah, I don't think I did. I'll, I'll go if only for the sake of staying with you and Kenji. I think we should tell him about Yoshi too then. Yeah. We're going to put it all on the table. Well, I, guys, it's like two in the morning. Are we going to go knock on the, uh, the door of... The Emerald Captain. I mean, a man. The Emerald Champion. A man is dead. There's been a murder. There's <laughs> been a murder. <laughs> a man is dead. I'm bleeding from my legs, and I have guitar strings sticking out of it. <laughs> I think this is a pretty dire circumstance. This is his job. All right, let's let's go see if we can talk to Makujin this late at night. Justice doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys are going to head back to Oda Sanucci and try to demand an audience with the Emerald Champion at, like, 3 in the morning? Yep. Yeah. I don't see why not. Or we could find a little inn real quick, maybe rest up a little bit so we don't seem as crazy. Get a little cleaned up. But then up. that's just more time for someone to clean up the fucking crime scene. Should someone stay? Mm-hmm. Do we take the body? No, I don't take the body. You have the notes, right? You have the notes. Yeah, I have the notes. I have the poison. Squee. Ride. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I think that we should just go and do this immediately. But someone probably should stay. I mean, what if it, what's going to happen? No one needs to come back and see this scene. It's the information that is most important. Burroughs trusted. They, He's an emerald captain. Believes, believes us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're our emerald captain. You, yeah. you haven't done him wrong, and you have no reason. He has no reason to distrust you. That's true. I think we go. I think we go now. I think that this is a very serious situation. After what you just told, we just so we just finally met, and we put all the pieces together. Because before we were just metagaming, but now 
we got the whole story from Tomo from, you know, about the soldiers, the scorpion soldiers being moved in. You got our whole half of the story about this guy obviously fucking instigating these attacks on the Atomo guest house and getting the the armor moved to the scorpion embassy. All the pieces are falling into place. And I think that this is a very urgent, dire situation. A man died. He tried to assassinate us, obviously trying to hide something. Yeah, I think that this is valid. I think going and doing this now is valid. Do we at least still peek under the trapdoor? I think that we should. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just open it up real quick, take a little peeksy down there, and see what it is. You guys open it up, um, and beneath it you see stone walls and a dirt floor, and it seems to go on forever um, in a couple of different directions. It looks like the one that you it, saw earlier. Yeah, saw earlier. it looks okay. just like the one you saw up in Odo Sanuchi. And you can bring that to Makujin, too, that... Tomo, does it look like the same construction? Oh, wait, you haven't seen the first one. Never mind. This, uh, do we feel... This is definitely by a skilled artisan. <laughs> do we feel like... Because I remember on the on the embassy side of things on this tunnel, we could like... I think I looked, I looked around it a little bit, right? And could tell that there was like a draft coming from like other parts of it. Do we get that from like this side? Yeah, you feel a draft coming through it. Dude, it's got to. It's got to connect. I think that we should go and tell Makujin everything that we've discovered so far. Come clean about the armor. Come clean about, you know, what Lord Shoju did and how that plays into the possible conspiracy that is being played out. And we should try to establish some kind of a team of Emerald Magistrates to investigate these tunnels. Yeah, still keep this armor pretty hush hush still, though. Only with him. Like, we have to make him, like, swear some thing or something, at least. Yeah, because if it breaks news and everything, we're gonna still look like the bad guys no matter what. Do we just not say anything about the armor being tainted? Yeah, we probably shouldn't. We brought a tainted armor into. I, yeah, I guess that is a bad if, look. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it doesn't come no. up naturally, I wouldn't say anything about it. Okay. Do you guys think that we should try to get Emerald Magistrates to like investigate, investigate yes. these fucking oh, tunnels? Yes. I think first and confirm foremost, confirm that they're like connected and that this is like some sort of like underground network or like escape route. Well, yeah, the Scorpion should have investigated the first murder and everything. We should have had the magistrates do it because obviously they just looked it over because they already knew. Yeah, we learn from our mistakes. Indeed, we do. All right. Well, we all we all going. Yeah. We'll wake up Ide Makujin at 2 a.m.? I don't know. Should I stay behind? If you stay behind, I could stay with you. I don't know if we should split no, the party. Let's, let's I don't know. Go. Yeah, I don't let's know if we should together. split up again. And like the, like you said, we have the evidence. Like, what's his, what is his body? Like, they're not going to be able to get rid of the tunnels. Like, I mean, they could collapse the tunnels or... They could... I don't think they could, they could collapse the tunnels. They could collapse the shack, but yeah. even then, it's just a fucking shack. You just fucking move the shit. It'd take true. a couple of days to move down. it, though. That's true. It'd take a couple. You could put some rocks in there, but at the end of the day, you can still uncover it. You can it. still get to it. Okay. We know, we know yeah, it's let's there. go. We know let's it's go. There. Let's go to Makujin. It's decided, it sounds yeah. like. That was a big decision. Yeah, <laughs> fucking crazy, yeah. We've been I like, totally we, we were going down that tunnel. We've been discussing that for like weeks. I feel like, uh, yeah, <laughs> in between episodes, kept me up at night, man. <laughs> As you guys are walking along, Burrow, you notice that Akari looks very uncomfortable. Rightfully so. 
as I'm sure all of you do. Uh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. She looks like she's contemplating something really hard right now. She's thinking deep about something. And as you're getting closer and closer, you guys are now in the Echo Hike, the upper city district of Otosanuchi. And you guys come to a point where it's a fork in the road. One road will lead back to the Scorpion Embassy. One will go to the Emerald uh, Champions, where well, the Emerald Champion is staying in the Unicorn Embassy. You're walking along towards the Unicorn Embassy. Akari stops. She says, no. She says, I'm ending this tonight. The Emperor be damned. Kachiko be damned. The Scorpion be damned. I'm not waiting any longer for this. You can help me, or you can get in my way. And she starts storming towards the Scorpion Embassy. Akari, what do you intend to do? I'm taking the armor, and I'm going into the tunnels, and I'm going to see where they go. I believe they'll lead me out into the hillside on the outside, and then nobody will ever be able to see this armor again. I'm going right now, and I'm taking the armor with me. Akari, don't do this. There's a smarter way to do this. There's there's so many other ways. You're going to get yourself killed. She's walking. You can make a seal check if you want. To just convince her? To, yes. You can yeah. try. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> can I just... Can I do a command earth check to reason with her? Just be like, look, like you're acting irrational. Like there are ways... Thinking oh, us you're so all horrible with women already. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> this isn't about women. This is about fucking. This is about fucking not dying by doing something stupid. Like you need to stop and think about what you're doing. Like just running in there by yourself, stealing one of the most valuable treasures that Rokugan, you know, has in existence right now from one of the most dangerous clans. It seems like at the moment is not a fucking smart thing to do. Like. We are making moves to make this happen. It's not about doing the quickest thing that's going to yield the quickest results. It's about playing the long con. And the Scorpion are the best at the long con. And if you fucking go off and do this, it just without or with reckless abandon, then you are going to, going to end up getting hurt. You need to stop and think about what you're doing. Make a check. And we will help you. You just need to be patient. All right, I'm going to do a command uh, earth check to reason with her. Command and reason do not work. <laughs> I know, it's kind of funny. But... <laughs> that um, was a reasonable command. Hold on, hold on. I'm thinking about this no, for a not so, the way he even started I'm just the telling her to stop. No. Like, you're going to die. How is that not? I'm literally she saying, stop. You are going to die. She doesn't care about dying. VF, like. <laughs> well, that's what I'm. that's what I'm going for. You should have done like sentiment or culture. I don't have sentiment. Or culture? I have culture, but I mean, what's how does culture apply? I don't think culture applies. Yeah. No, I think you made. I think you made a good choice. I think yeah. you made a reason Her my Earth's good. My command's good. Her. I'm gonna have you roll against her focus. Her focus is a four, and I'm gonna increase the TN by one because she's acting in line with her ninja right now. Would my indomitable will or precise memory advantage apply here? Can I like remember some sort of historical event where like somebody, you know, discovered something and acted out of haste and anger and they ended up perishing? No. God damn it. TN5. 
TN5? Oh my god. Can I, uh, can I aid him? And yell out to Akari? Akari, you're a crab just like I am. Sometimes we've let our bluntness get the best of us. Listen to Burrow, he's right. Don't be a fool. And I'll give him, like, a command aid. Command aid? Like, like Kool-Aid? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, so I can end up keeping four. God damn it, dude. Five successes and two strife. I see the love of my life walking away to certain doom, and I beg and I plead, and I'm the... Shouting as the voice of reason to come back, turn back, do not sacrifice yourself for this, for this cause that we could easily fucking plan for and, you know, stop regardless. Just do not, do not throw your life away because you're angry. Calm yourself and let's all work together to figure out the best course of action here. We are stronger together. Then we are alone. She stops. She calms down. Uh, I gain a void point for that, by the way. Tight. She says, all right. I have been watching the armor, and I've been paying attention to it. Every time at night, around this time, they switch out the guards. There's about a five-minute period of time when there's no one watching the armor. If we go right now, we could get it. I don't know what will be in the tunnels. I don't know what will be down there. But there will be a five-minute period of time when there is nobody watching the armor. But we don't know where the tunnels go. Not only that, we suspect we may have been followed. Who knows? The The shifts might be different tonight. No, none of us are home. They must suspect something. But getting the armor... We know that it's of importance. We know that Kachiko intends to do something with it if she's going through all of this trouble to get the scorpion to act in these ways that it gets the armor in their possession. We know what we did to the armor, and we know the implications that that has. We've sensed darkness in the armor along with Yoshi. And who knows what could be done with that darkness if it were unleashed. But if we convince if we convince the Emerald Champion and we tell him about the armor and what it is, then maybe he will have the be able, ability to stop it. But I see what Akari's saying. If we've been followed and whoever's following us well, knows then- that we're gonna go talk to Ide Makujin they could take that opportunity to take the armor. Akari, I'll go with you. I'll go with you and we'll take the armor. They can't capture both of us. We're honorable crab. I was on the mission when we killed Atsumari no Oni. I have a right to that armor. And I'll I'll suffer the consequences, whatever they may be. Burrow and Kenshi, I think you should still go discuss with Makujin. We were the ones that were attacked by Shosuro Izuki. We have a first-hand account of what happened. 
and I am the captain. I am an Emerald Magistrate captain. I should have some sway mm-hmm. with Ide yes, Makujin. I hate to separate from you again, Tomo and Akari. We're, we're in the Echo Hike. I feel a little safer. I think this is a decent course of action. <laughs> and I go and approach Akari, and I take both of her hands tenderly. I give her a, give her a sweet little kiss. I'm glad that you decided to stay. I don't know what I would do if I lost you. But she is leaving, and you're not probably going to see her. I'll keep her safe, bro. And then I do the predator handshake with... Uh, no! Tomo. You can't do that! <laughs> uh, I do the predator handshake with Tomo. I pull him in. <laughs> and I cry on his shoulder. Uh, I don't let him know. I just have one single tear. Thank you, my friend. Keep her safe. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Keep bro. her safe. And keep Yoshi safe. Hey, we've been through worse. Been through worse. <laughs> <laughs> Tomo and Akari head off towards the Scorpion Embassy to take Yoshi's armor. And Kenshi and Burrow will head towards the Emerald Champions, uh, where the Emerald Champion is staying in the Unicorn Embassy to try to tell him about what's happening. Burrow, make a meditation void check. Hidden TN. Been a lot of hidden TNs this episode. So you get a void point. You do get a void point. For this. I already have a void point. Can I use it? You may. All right. Then I have two skill die and three ring die, and I'll get to keep four. Burrow, read your ninjo for me. My ninjo is to strengthen personal relationships and build up a new family. Okay. I'm going to reduce the TN by one, but I still will not tell you what the TN is. Okay. Five successes, two strife, and an opportunity. (laughs) Burrow, you felt a darkness come over you. You felt a deep stinging in your soul. And you felt like your your veins were on fire. You felt a terrible, terrible urge come over you. But you meditated, and you let it pass. And it disappeared. What was this urge? The urge to do what? You just lost your haunting disadvantage. What? what? The Yogo curse broken. It broke. You broke it. You. This was your. This was your time. This was your chance. It was gonna make you sell out Tomo and Akari, and then you. But you passed, and so you, through sheer willpower, negated the power of the Yogo curse. Selling them out to who? Like to the Scorpion. What? You, were oh. really, you would have done that? No, never. <laughs> to me? I would never have done that. This is just all in my head. <laughs> no, no, I would never do that. Why? I'm like speaking with the voices in my head. I banish thee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And Kenji's just there like, la di da di da I guess we're going to I've never this. felt so good about erasing something from my character sheet. <laughs> um, you felt a terrible urge come over you, and it was the urge to sell out Tomo and Akari. At the most crucial and vulnerable, they will. At the most crucial moment, the moment that they will be the most vulnerable. 
You know why I did it? Because hmm. fuck the Scorpion Clan. There you go. Hey, That's you why, go. right there, baby. You want to talk about conviction? Break curses? Fuck scorpions. That's what I'm talking about. AK, all clans are bad, man. You, <laughs> you, were, you were tested. The moment came. The curse was going to make you do something really horrible. God. And through sheer willpower, you saw through it. That is fucking Damn. insane. I cannot believe you. Congratulations. You cannot man. believe yeah, you're yeah. going to make me do that. Oh, I was going to make you do something so bad. Oh, yes. my God. But that's what I was thinking earlier when you were like, I'm gonna pull the card. I was like, I played the card, but you rolled you well enough, bastard. I'm like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do this without there being a skill check for it. There has to be fair, you know. You okay, know. then I will use my opportunity to get rid of one of the strife. Okay, so I take one, bro. Nice. Through sheer willpower, you negated the powers of the Yogo curse, and, and did not broke it. And broke it, and you are not gonna sell out Telmo and Akari, despite how much mm. the dark haunting wanted to make you do it. Hell no. Kunichiagi would be so proud. I don't let fate control my life. I control my own destiny. You're goddamn right. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Woo! God damn. That was probably... Dude. That's beautiful. Man, talk about a reunion with Nick back in the room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get a round of applause. <laughs> that was fun. That was amazing. There's so Welcome much back. On. We are blessed to have fucking Nick back Jeez. in the... Back in the dojo, jeez, mm, delivering man. hot fire, man. fucking one thing after another. I don't usually plug the Patreon that hard, but I feel like this is one where you're going to probably want to listen to the behind the show. This is going to be a spicy behind the show, G. We're going to see what what, what would have happened if I fucking rolled bad, and that was probably a bunch of epic stuff, but like oh, badly dude. epic. But even if you don't want to subscribe to the Patreon, we appreciate all of our listeners. Oh, and, my goodness. But yeah, that was crazy. I got a lot of... Oh my god. A lot of things to discuss for mm-hmm. sure. That was wild. And I did not expect any of that. Mm-hmm. I, I had, honestly I had no idea where this episode was going. And neither did I. I had no idea. I'm yeah. so glad that Tomo made it and oh, was able to be the god, voice of Tomo, reason yeah. and keep us from wandering into the tunnels alone. Oh man. Beautiful. That was wild. You don't make this shit up, man. Don't make it up. It makes it. It makes up itself. It makes up itself organically. You don't make this shit up. I'm just glad to be here. (laughs) She. She. I'm oh, shot after that one. Man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've been holding on to that card for so long, and I was like, I think now's the time to play it. That was. I thought it was gonna be something else. That was exhilarating. That was exhilarating. I thought it could have been something else too. I thought, yeah. I think we're about on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We are. Yeah. We locked Uh, eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! With all of that said and done, thank you for listening to episode twenty-nine of season two of Podcast of the Five Rings. She. The numbers are getting up Mm -hmm. there. If you like what you heard, please check out our website, podcastofthefiverings.com, for show notes and links to more content relating to these episodes. You can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pot5r for access to the Behind the Shoji After Show and the Yoshi's Tales Anthology Bonus Show, if you are so inclined and interested. (laughs) 
Please leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, you know, there's so many. Who can keep track anymore? You can tweet at us on Twitter at Pot5R. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast of the Five Rings. And you can even hop in our Discord server, our lively, popping mm. Discord server with other fans of the show and us ourselves chatting away by visiting our website, podcastofthefiverings.com, and clicking on the Join the Discord button. It'll take you straight to it. Shout out to our supporters and contributors of the show. You, the listeners, Mm -hmm. you are the best. Mm -hmm. But also Dylan Munoz and Brandon Spain for (laughs) making our art and making our music. (laughs) Shout out to all of our patrons, Ashigaru, Samurai, and Daimyo alike. Love you all. Mm -hmm. We love you all equally. The support is so appreciated. Shout out to Nick for mm-hmm. coming back home, being here in person, getting a cool new job, killing trees. Yeah, shout out to Nick's employer mm-hmm. for being in California yeah, yeah. and yes. not Montana. <laughs> being very yes, close. thank yes. you for yeah. being in the same state and being within driving distance. Same time zone. Mm-hmm. Same yes. time zone. That's what I'm talking about. That's all we need, baby. Mm-hmm. Just, just shout out to all of us. Uh, that's so fun to play. Yeah, yes. that was shout a very out. good episode. Yeah. Shout out to you, all you guys. Yeah, that was such a fun episode. I feel like the role we've, play was on point. Developed today. So one of my nice favorites ones. for yeah. sure. They, well, the last one was my favorite, but then now this one's my favorite. Last <laughs> one, last one was a solid combat favorite. You yeah, know? So, uh, a solid yeah. fight. There favorite. have been so few episodes where I like really didn't know what to do, mm-hmm. and like I came into this episode just not knowing. But dude, you mm-hmm. convinced us all. Yeah. You made the right call. I've been on my so toes like a ballerina, it. man. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get on my toes even more. You know? Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyone have anyone else they want to shout out? Anything else they want to say? Mm-mm. No. Shout out all the new people that joined the Discord this past week. Mm. The Discord's been lively. Yeah, oh, thank yeah. you all. This That's past cool week. here. People are just like finding us. Oh, no. Too. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of cool. Man, I wish I like some part of me wishes that I could experience our show from the very beginning. You know what I mean? (laughs) The very first time. The very first time. Well, uh, Nick, do you want to shout out your uh, collaborative efforts? Would this be a good time? Or do you want to say that? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, I'll post it in the Discord as well, but um, I can shout this out right now. Uh, Be on the lookout coming up pretty soon. I think we're planning for the month of September. We're going to be doing kind of a special uh, special uh, series of episodes where um, myself and three other players within the L5R community who also are attached to L5R actual play role-playing game podcasts. You can, you can plug them. Let's, let's plug them. We got, we got, it's going to be a collaborative effort, effort with uh, some other podcasters in the L5R community that will be posted on our show as well on Fortune and Strife. And it's going to be an eight-part series. Each episode, we are going to um, break down three main characters from each of the major clans and the Imperial families. And we're going to create NPC stat blocks for, for the three characters. Um, so the first ep- we're, each episode is going to be a different clan, so the f- and we're going to go in alphabetical order. So the first episode will be the Crab Clan, which I will be leading the discussion on. We're going to talk about all the other clans. 
All the other clans. <laughs> all the clans. Every clan. But Every yeah, clan has clans spotlight. First, you know? And then each episode is going to have three characters, and we're going to do uh, NPC stat blocks for those three characters. Nice. And that was also with Evan and Charlie? Yes, that's correct. Evan, mm-hmm. who was Otomi Yasushi here on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, who is just an awesome person that we should have on the show. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. And these the stat blocks are for actual characters or new characters you made up yourself? Uh, no, these are actual characters. These like, are like, like, named, like characters. named NPCs. Named oh, NPCs. Sick. Yeah, okay. so like I did like the scorpion empi- the scorpion episode as well, and I did Bayushi Kachiko, Bayushi Shoju, and you can't Yogo give, you can't give so many spoilers. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, just right. a taste for people. It sounds like taste. it's for characters that might be applicable in everybody's game because yes. it's part of the L five R canon. That's, yes, that's yes. rad. That's, they're, that's cool. they're they're famous characters in the L five R canon that any GM could decide to use or not use in and their own for, game, and who for some reason do not have stat blocks <laughs> anywhere <laughs> in the official material. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, a good that point. Why fair. didn't they make yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, what the hell? Like clan <laughs> champions and like family daimyos. Yeah. They're anyway. just like, hey, figure it out. <laughs> like, you know what? You do. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so for the crab episode, it's going to be Hida, Kisada, Kuni, Yori, and Yasuki Taka. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've, uh, Heavy hitters. Run-ins with all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you've met Kisada. He's no, the, but he's his the name's been clan champion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Right, cool. That's Yeah, that's great. Guys, go listen to uh, Fortune and Strife and continue listening to us yeah. and listen to this new collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Probably, probably we're planning on having that go all the way through September. So like two episodes a week for four weeks. Sweet. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Keep on the lookout for that. I think with that, uh, we can bid adieu to our uh, beloved fans on this 29th episode of season two of podcast of the five rings what say what say thee i say adieu 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 adieu, adieu. adieu. all right thank you all for listening we will see you next time adieu 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 a female deer a fetusen nice goodbye double dutching yeah And now, a short story for our daimyo patrons. A young pilgrim hikes up a mountain on a humid spring day. It's Josh B. His goal is the summit, where it is said a great treasure is hidden. It is also said that the mountain is enchanted, filled with great spirits and terrible monsters. As he travels, a heavy rain begins to pour. The wind whips his face, and before long, his clothes and pack are sopping wet, chilling him to the bone. He trudges through the mud, getting nowhere and exhausting himself. A kami of the earth appears in the rocks, along the trail to offer him guidance. It's Jason F. He says, Seasons change, storms come and go but the mountain will always remain. Hearing these words, the young pilgrim finds a cave and meditates, patiently waiting out the storm and withstanding the elements. After a time, the pilgrim leaves his cave and carries on with his journey. Soon, he comes to a raging river. The bridge is out of commission, and all that remains are a few wooden planks. Unable to cross the bridge, he begins to think of a plan. Suddenly, 
a kami of the water appears in the river to propose its wisdom. It's Brent B. He says, Though it may change its course sometimes, the river always reaches the sea. With these words in mind, the pilgrim adapts to his environment by prying the wooden planks from the tattered bridge and laying them across the stones in the river, exchanging a broken bridge for a working one. Further down the trail, the young pilgrim begins to hear terrible cries of pain, monstrous guttural noises that he knows could not be made by a human. Frightened, he follows these cries deeper into the forest until he is met with a horrible sight. An enormous troll, caught in what appears to be a hunter's snare. It's Josh O. The troll spots the pilgrim and pleads for help. The pilgrim is terrified of the monster before him, but something about the pain in its voice stirs him. The pilgrim decides to help the troll out of the snare and bandage up its wound. The troll thanks the pilgrim and rewards him with a handful of polished stones, the troll's greatest treasures. Hiking back toward the trail, the pilgrim remembers that sometimes compassion is a better motivation than fear. As the sun begins to set, the pilgrim makes a fire to warm himself beside. Going through his supplies, he realizes that he brought less food than he thought. A kami of the fire then appears before him. It's Hufsta. Wildfire destroys, but in its wake comes new possibilities. Though it consumes, it also creates and illuminates, he says. With that, the pilgrim walks over to the river and with lightning-quick reflexes pulls a trout out of the water. Then he forges for wild berries in the tall grass, theorizing which ones might taste best. He invents a new recipe and before long is eating smoked fish with a berry glaze. The next morning, as the young pilgrim sets out on his journey, he hears the sounds of laughter coming from within the forest. Following the sounds, he comes to a meadow with a massive hollowed-out tree stump in the center. Down here, he hears a friendly voice call out. The pilgrim stands at the edge of the tree stump and looks down, seeing only darkness. Come closer, he hears the voice say again. So he leans over into the stump as far as he can reach, one foot still on the ground. At that moment, he feels a push from behind him and is knocked into the stump. He slides down the moss-covered walls of the tree stump and lands face first in a puddle. He hears laughter from above, and looking back to where he was pushed, sees a playful kitsune spirit. It's John N. The young pilgrim feels ridiculous and can't help but laughing as well. He remembers that he can't take things so seriously and that he should remain humble. Later in the day, the pilgrim comes to a point where the trail all but vanishes before him. The wind howls and a kami of the air appears out of the leaves falling from the branches. It's Hannah P. The wind obscures, but it also accentuates and sharpens. It is the gentle hand which sets things into motion. Thinking of these words, the pilgrim takes a keener eye to his surrounding. Analyzing the forest, he begins to see the finer details. Patches of trampled grass where someone must have stepped the pit of a peach thrown to the side as a snack, flowers plucked from their roots. The way soon becomes clear again. As the sun starts its evening descent, the pilgrim hears a terrible wailing. A bone-chilling scream fills the forest with dread. 
The pilgrim soon comes to a waterfall, and on the rocks in front of the cascading water, he sees a mournful gawky, a hungry ghost. It's Nick W. Laid out on the rocks before the gawky, the pilgrim sees a devoured feast. Fish bones, apple cores, bits of rice, and vegetable stems litter the place. Feeling sorry for the ghost, the young pilgrim hands over what remains of his meager food supplies, which the spirit instantly devours. The pilgrim remembers that spirits such as this are created from the souls of selfish people. He decides it is better to be satisfied on an empty stomach than it is to hunger on a full one. Finally, the pilgrim emerges from the tree line of the forest below him and onto the barren stone of the mountain's peak. He knows he approaches the summit. He hikes until the sun buries itself beneath the horizon and stars begin to sparkle above. He has no food. There is no shelter. No wood exists to start a fire, and the trail disappears completely under the moonless sky. Out of the dark infinity of night, a kami of the void appears. It's Evan S. Just as day is night, life is death, and black is white. Allow the known and the unknown to be one and the same. There are no senses but instinct, the kami says. The pilgrim sacrifices his senses to the night, and step after step, he lets his intuition guide him, attuning himself to the very spirit of the mountain. After an indeterminable length of time, the pilgrim reaches the summit. There, he finds a wizened old man meditating on a boulder. It's Giovanni T. I have come searching for the treasure this mountain is said to hold, the pilgrim decrees. And you have found it, says the old man. If you enjoyed this short story and would like to be included in the next one, then become a Daimyo patron on patreon.com slash pop5r. Thank you for listening.